Good morning and welcome to Wallet Street and to the 10-minute weekly recap of money, crypto tech, and other interesting items that I'm reading and listening to this week. Um, obviously, the big elephant in the room is everyone's probably refreshing um, the electoral map right now. So if you need something to distract you while you're doing that, um, you know, you can either read the newsletter and sign up um, with the website walletstreet.squarespace.com or um, you can listen here. So I'm just going to dive right in into our first segment about money. Um, last week, I started off this segment by talking about how big the anti-PO was going to be and how it was really a historic moment. And um, well, the news this week is that the anti-PO was halted by Chinese regulators right before launch. So it's been, um, I guess, indefinitely suspended. I'm not really sure on when um, things will move or if they move again. Um, you know, I, I obviously am not a journalist, so, um, but at least from what I've read, I've not seen any indications of, um, you know, when it will go live again. Um, so that was really interesting that that was halted really right on the eve of the IPO um, go date. Um, the next uh, item that I found interesting was Department of Justice um, filed an antitrust suit uh, against Visa for their acquisition of, of um, Plaid um, recently. Plaid is a kind of tech startup that does payment APIs and allows banks to connect to each other via, um, can connect to each other and, and also for apps to be able to pull um, bank data for their applications via API. Um, what's interesting is this, suit, this antitrust suit comes on the heels of, an, of uh, the larger Google suit that DOJ filed a few weeks ago. Um, next, another interesting news out of the government is that the SEC changed rules of limits for when um, startups have to register with SEC or, or small companies in terms of how much they raise. Uh, they raised the limits um, that uh, cause you to actually need to register for the SEC. Um, so that was interesting as well. I think that's interesting in context with they also changed the accredited investor rules and made the rules a little bit broader um, a few months back. So this is kind of seems to be in trend with that. Um, Dunkin' Donuts uh, selling itself for $11 billion um, to inspire brands, which is backed by private equity. Um, so uh, that was interesting to see. Um, Another uh, update that I thought was interesting or, or article that I read from Wall Street Journal was about, um, you know, and I actually didn't know about this at the time, but they earlier this year, a rule was passed where um, people could take money out of their 401ks without penalty um, during coronavirus. Um, I'm not really sure on the details of what kind of limits there are. I think the maximum is 100,000, um, but don't quote me on that. In any case, uh, this article on Wall Street Journal talks about how um, the rule was has not been used very often based on the data that was pulled from different um, 401k providers. So um, that was interesting. Uh, I also read this great article about direct-to-consumer art, which really is about an artist who decided to bypass galleries during the, these times of Corona and is really just selling direct to consumers. Um, you know, he, he was posting on Instagram, people wanted to buy his art and he just, you know, would sell it direct, which 
it seems really obvious, but um, I guess in the art world, and this is not an area I'm very familiar with, um, traditionally, you know, you go through a gallery. So interesting to see also this disintermediation um, happening in another, in, in yet again, another industry, um, which is art. And I think that's what's fascinating about what Instagram's done is they've been able to um, allow a lot of uh you know, niche and smaller, um, small business owners to really directly reach their consumers. And then lastly, um, I wanted to point out in this segment, so we've talked, I've talked about SPACs before they've, they've been in the news. Um, I, you know, myself am, am learning more about them and I listened to a great webinar hosted by Hyde Park Ventures out of Chicago. Um, super interesting overview about how SPACs work. Um, what you know how the structures are set up and why they've been so popular of late so the links to um those that webinar and, and the blog post um are in the newsletter and and on the site on the website um highly recommend if you're looking for a digestible yet comprehensive overview of specs Moving into crypto a little bit, um, crypto had a pretty hot week. They Bitcoin hit 15K um, as of yesterday, I believe. Um, and uh, I was kind of following crypto Twitter and it was all, all a buzz with that. Um, other, another interesting thing that came out um, about a week ago, maybe now, uh, is that you can now trade Bitcoin stock to stock trading pairs. So for example, Bitcoin to an Amazon stock um, stock, for example, on uh, FTX, which is an interesting uh, new derivative that's come out. Um, and also the government seized about a billion in Bitcoin uh, with ties to the uh, infamous Silk Road case. Um, so one billion, that's quite a bit of Bitcoin, um, which is interesting. Next up in tech, uh, at the top of the tech section is WhatsApp for two items this week that are big. One is they've enabled a new feature called um, that's, well, I actually don't know what they're calling it, but it's for disappearing messages. So it will automatically delete um, messages after seven days. This is a, an option that you can, you can have. It doesn't necessarily have to do that. But I think what's interesting is that it um, seems like it's trying to offer features that are similar to what an app like Signal does, um, where Signal will automatically delete messages after a certain period of time. Um, also, WhatsApp announced uh, that they're starting payments in India. They received the regulatory approval. So now users can send and receive money through WhatsApp um, in India, which is really interesting. Um, I believe they tried this out in Brazil and Brazil actually blocked, um, the Brazil regulators kind of brought, blocked this, but um, I'll ha I would have to revisit the articles there, but it's interesting to see that, that these mess messaging apps are starting to embed payments, I guess, similar to, to WeChat and WePay in China. But um, I'd be curious to see when it will start coming, if ever to the US, um, I would probably use that. Uh, next up is Apple um, is going to start producing or making its computers without Intel chips. For a long time, it was using Intel chips in its computers, and it, now it's going to be doing that um, without Intel, which is, I think, an interesting change um, in in how they I, how they make computers. I'm really not knowledgeable enough in in chips and and all that technology. So um, if someone knows more than me and can offer a little more insight, that'd be great. But I thought that was an interesting uh, change. Um, 
Lastly, in kind of the more uh, what I like to call etc. section, which is basically a roundup of random things that I enjoy reading that don't have to do with money or tech or crypto. Um, the first is, I think, an apt article given this week was the election. It's a history of Mount Rushmore and the building of it um, by National Geographic. It was an absolutely fascinating story that I did not know before, but about the controversial um, building site that Mount Rushmore is built on. Um, it's on Native American lands and that the builder that was commissioned to build it um, had some ties to the KKK um, and some other interesting or kind of eye-opening uh, history. So I thought that was interesting. They also talk about the process of picking, you know, which four presidents were going to go onto, um, onto Mount Rushmore. Um, and uh, it was, I, there was a piece that says Eleanor Roosevelt really pushed for Susan B. Anthony to be on the, on Mount Rushmore, which I thought was um, great. And I wish that that were true. Uh, other news, sadly, um, there's been some a bunch of articles this week about Ethiopia um, becoming more and more on the brink of civil war. Um, so there's a link to an article from The Economist that kind of explains that um, in the newsletter. Um, I read also from uh, The Economist a fascinating obituary about a woman named Hawa Abdi, which I had I wish I had learned about her life before, but she was a doctor and. Um, really helped to rebuild uh, a part of her um, homeland in Somalia and created a village where people could come, be educated, um, learn about medicine, where she would help, um, you know, kind of shelter and, and um, educate and um, they would kind of work in the, in the village and this community that I think um, was absolutely fascinating that she founded and really pioneered. Um, so I highly recommend reading that. Another um, obituary for this week, sadly, is Sean Connery, the icon iconic James Bond, um, which he was probably one of the first James Bond I ever saw, and um, I think one of the greats. So I was sad um, to see that, but what a life and, and what an icon he was. And then lastly, if you're looking for something to listen to, um, I dived into this true crime podcast called the black dahlia or it's called the root of evil but it's about the black dahlia murder um a murder that was unsolved that took place in the 1940s um i heard about this podcast through armchair expert and started it and am very addicted and very gripped so if you like true crime i highly recommend that and that is my timer and that means um we've come to the end I hope you have a great week. Um, subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to the podcast. It's now on Apple, Apple Podcasts and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.